this series of podcasts, join Tara and Laura, two old school friends in their ramblings, on their journey of discovery within the modern world as they attempt to figure out how does this life work? Hello listeners, how are you? We are back. It is lockdown, but it's okay because we're here today to talk about, you know, a load of bullshit, basically. Um, Tara and me, well, you know, that's bad English, isn't it? Tara and I would like to welcome you to the episode that is Pissy Gripes, episode two, maybe three, lockdown edition. So, Tara, got a lot of pissy gripes, haven't we? Everyone's got pissy gripes because it's a pissy old time. Oh, is there anything else in life right now? I mean, with the exception of COVID, that is not just a pissy gripe. Like, everyone's pissed off to the max and it's like we're so beyond pissy we're like a new a new era of pissy like just just this is our fucking life now so yeah a pissy rights podcast was required so we could you know just air our grievances um and and, uh, all our anger could go in a sensible outlet and hopefully listeners um can relate so we're all in it together let's get through it together there's a song in there tara isn't there I'm not going to sing it, but yeah. No, me neither. I thought about it and I thought, that's a, that's a mistake. <laughs> so, I mean, let's just, let's crack on, Laura. Do you, do you want to go first? With yeah, a sure. Gripe? Like, yeah. what, what's, what's getting you? What's getting you, girl? Well, I'll tell you what, my top, top pissy gripe, num- number one pissy gripe is, well, you know, <sighs> I made a uh, noise like a horse there, Tara. Oh, yeah. That's how pissed off I am about it. We're all we're all on the technology, aren't we? All on the technology, laptops, tablets, phones. I think that we can all agree that the most fucking annoying thing right now is laggy technology. Oh my god! Even just thinking about it now makes me like sends a little fire off in my brain because I'm so pissed off about it. I spend my whole day, Tara, on my fucking laptop now because I have to teach the children in a remote way which means I have to use the camera I have to use the powerpoint I have to use the clicky clicky mouse and I have to use all sorts of things sometimes multiple you know things are going on many things are going on my laptop my laptop is just not coping well Tara not coping well at all um it's not my ally it's my enemy it's like what what do you mean you're trying to show a powerpoint in this team's no I don't think so no what do you mean you need the microphone to work <laughs> no sorry no can do i need a little tea break it's doing my fucking head in because i just can't just can't work like this tara i have oh. zero i'd say actually minus about 25 to 30 um percent i don't know if that's a thing um, i've got basically i've got no patience for it at all if i need something to work i need something to work immediately because i've got shit to do i'm very busy got you know kids to teach online i've got many an email coming through that i need to respond to very quickly it's all very urgent in a, in a really non-urgent way and it's you can tell by the tone of my voice and the speed in which i am talking that it's it's really fucking annoying Your yeah thoughts, i think Tara. oh mate i oh. Oh, fucking it. I've got no words because it's it's the the voice of the nation there, Laura. It's um you just represented the whole of I mean, 
arguably the world, not just the nation, so in tune with the people. Um, it's a fucking nightmare. And I mean, it's someone made the point the other day that it's like we've we've been in lockdown on and off and fucking COVID's been in our life for nearly a year. A year. The anniversary is nigh. In fact, fucking hell, it is. It's January. So it's done. It's a year in the world. And um, we still are having so many technical issues because we're just humans and we're not robots and we're not meant to communicate all the time with just technology. We're actually supposed to also use technology as a little quick fix in between the reality of actual communication. And it's it's not OK. And the people and the Internet and the 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 Zoom and the freezing and the teams is too much. It's too much. It, uh, when will it end? When will it end, Laura? The good technology question. battle? It's a fucking good question. A fun fact. Fun fact. I remember this mm. because it was a quiz on a um, PowerPoint Zoom quiz that I did because obviously that's mm. what we do these days. Um, the first case of COVID was reported in England on the 31st of January. Cool. And do you know cool. why I remember that, okay. Tara? Because it's my son's birthday. Happy fucking anniversary. Oh, mm-hmm. oh poor boy. Laura, yeah. you've just done me a favour there, though, because I was looking at the list of birthdays the other day because I forgot another child's birthday. And I was like, fuck, when is William's birthday? It's January at some point. And now I know. Thank you. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, dude. Yeah, what yeah. a lad. Poor lad. Well, at least it gives you something to celebrate right now at this time to, ce- to mark God the year anniversary. Not God fucking technology. That can fuck off. Oh, mate. I, I sometimes wonder, maybe I did get to thinking, oh, sorry, I uh, just imagined I was Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City for a minute there. Oh, uh, please, please. Oh, don't get me started, Laura. There's a fucking reboot coming. Are we, I know. I mean, that's not, that's not a pissy gripe. That's like, I can't even... I can't I can't find the words to tell you how wonderful that is and also confusing because Samantha's not there what will happen I don't know but I know she shouldn't be there because she fucking hates Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't she oh Kim Cattrall yeah. they're like enemies to the max yeah I just oh can't life I feel like they should be best friends but whatever okay yeah I mean yeah sorry I know who yes. I'd want to be friends me. with Kim Cattrall me. I feel like me obviously anyway, obviously you silly um my point was that I've now forgotten it oh that's a pissy gripe in itself Tara isn't it just fucking forgetting random uh, things oh yeah no that's what I was saying worst. um I wonder if my pissy gripe of laggy technology is part of the fact that I am we're used to getting things very immediately aren't we these days like you click something it, it appears you you know you can just click something and you buy it um, you you click on that and you go straight to that website and you can read that thing. And I wonder if that is part of my problem is that I can't wait for anything. And I and I I don't know. Maybe that's a symptom. We're symptom like symptomatic of the the age that we live in. But the technology has really let me down on that front because I'm used to having things very quickly. So if it doesn't give it to me, I get very very annoyed very very quickly. Absolutely. I mean, we're only human, but now we're humans with massive expectations of lightning speed, everything, everything lightning speed. And then because there's so much pressure and it's so weird, we just want shit to get done. It's like, oh, well, it doesn't happen immediately. It's so annoying. Then you hit the wrong button and then you fucked it because you've hit the wrong button prematurely. And oh, Christ, it's, yeah. it's just a bloody nightmare. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. You're not alone. Not alone. That's another it, song. <sighs> 
not there's not singing okay. today Tara it's not the day of singing no is singing it? it's not a day of singing it's no sing song here um yeah okay mate I, I feel you I acknowledge your pissy gripe as does the listener um and another pissy gripe Tara go on give us one of yours well I mean there's so many um hence why we had to do a third podcast on them um but third lockdown third pissy gripe podcast has just seemed to be a natural progression of things uh my pissy gripe is it uh, it saddens my soul a little bit I'll tell you why uh so I went to Wilco the other day fine establishment um and you know we all go there for our cards and wrapping paper and stationary requirements sometimes cleaning products and light bulbs etc etc so I went in there and stood in the queue went to pay I don't believe in this self-checkout I don't know about your Wilco but my Wilco said like oh I've got self-checkout now so you don't have to touch anyone but you have to press the scanner like the little gun scanner it's not a screen scanner like in Waitrose or Sainsbury's it's a little old-fashioned gun I'm like I'm not touching that shit that everyone else has touched and this is part of my point I've become that person it's like well so many people have touched that I don't want to touch that I don't want to touch door handles um and uh, in this experience in Wilco the lady was very helpful I was getting my bag open and trying to shovel my envelopes and birthday cards in uh, essential shopping obviously and she held my bag to to help open it to get the stuff in and all I could think was don't touch my fucking bag you COVID bitch like I just and it's completely unnecessary but Laura it was a cloth bag and I came home and I washed it and I thought what have I become I can't even let the lovely sales assistant who admittedly then as soon as she touched my bag then used the antibacterial sanitizer to clean her hands, which I'm sure she did in between every customer. So she's as clean as you like. But my gut instinct was, get back off my shit. Don't touch anything. I'm going to have to wash this bag now. All I could think about was when I could get my sanitizer out and wipe my hands. And that's not me. Like, I've become a weirdo. Like, when will we ever shake hands with people? When will we hug anyone? When will anyone be able to touch our shopping bags again to help us? Any, anyone? I know, I know, Tara, you're, you're so right. It's actually quite tragic, isn't it? We've got like a further distancing between between humans. Like we need human contact. Like, and it's going to be so weird. We're going to be like, oh my god, I'm going to. Can I? Can no? Okay, yes. No, it's going to. We don't know where. where and as British oh. people as well, I feel we're going to be really oh. about this. Fucked, aren't we? We're fucked because we were already awkward with social interaction and physical touch, and now it's like, oh god. Yeah. everyone's filthy don't touch me even when it's gone we'll all be like yeah. yeah but why would I touch you because you have got germs and yeah. I've got germs and let's not touch our germs together oh I had a weird um thought the other day about like you know the vaccination that's coming out I had a weird thought that you'd have to like prove that you've had a vaccination before anyone would like that they come into places and actually I didn't read it I read a headline Terry. you know how we like to read headlines but not full articles uh, well I read a headline about how um a company uh, like an electro uh uh you know like a oh my god electronic company that's the wrong word Te- technology electrician company um has basically said uh like this slogan no uh no jab no job no jab no oh. job oh yeah. i didn't read Fuck. the whole article so i don't fully know what that's about <laughs> no jab, but like, no suggestion job. that they won't go into people's houses unless they've had the vaccination i'm like is that a thing now like is that when we begin to make contact when we can go like 
hey, here's my evidence that I've had my vaccination and I'm cool and COVID free. Is that the step that we like then like, OK, cool. Yay. Now we can hug and be in touch again. Help me put my, my shopping in. I don't know. It's going to be a really weird transition back to how it was, isn't it? Even with our closest friends, it's going to be a really strange, strange time. Yeah. Damn my it. My mum was saying this the other day. She was like, but when will we? When will we shake hands with people again? When will we just hug our friends when we meet them in the street? Like, when will that happen? And she was like, will it happen? I was like, mum, don't say it won't happen. And I said, it'll happen in like five years. And she was like, yeah, but that's a really long time away. Oh, God, it is, isn't it? It's a long time. I know. But I mean, if the government say, if they, if they, if it's true what they're saying, then, you know, perhaps by spring, by summer, We'll have all had a vaccination and it will look a lot rosier. That's the only way forward, really, isn't it? That's I, like, I, I agree. Vaccinate the fuck I, out of the uh, nation and then we might be able to touch again. My only concern, and I don't, yeah, we'll move on now because we're, you know, we've been talking about this for a, a minute and everyone's all about COVID. Do we, do we need to bring more COVID into their life? I just don't know. Um, but there is talk of a new strain from Brazil. Another one? Shut yeah. up. Right, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. And is this magical vaccine able to fight it? I don't know. This is all quite new at the moment, so who knows? Well, I read a thing, and it's about the protein. So if the protein's the same, the oh. vaccine will work against any mutation. It's about the protein, the the nice. surrounding of the cell rather than the interior. So right. probably, yeah, I'm sure probably be fine. It can only mutate to a certain. I know. Fuck all about that. That's science. true. No, but, you're right, you're right. Yep. Okay, we'll be all right. Oh, fuck, fuck it. We'll fuck it all off. Don't worry about it. This is a sweary episode, Tara, but it's okay. Oh, it's all sweary. Sweary, sweary. Okay, let's okay. move on. <clears throat> Fresh topic. Moving Fresh away topic. from exactly what you've said and totally moving away from COVID now, I'd like to bring up one of my pissy gripes, which is so, so pissy. It's it's like, it's, tiny, it's teeny tiny, but it bothers me <laughs> because it's so shit. So... <laughs> My pissy gripe, which I've had on my list for a while now, um, and now's the right time, apparently. My pissy gripe is I like to watch, I don't know why, obviously, um, because on, you know, the listening and the algorithm of Facebook, Instagram, whatever, I get a lot of craft videos. I get a lot of craft videos, and my worst are bullshit craft videos of people making ugly shit out of concrete tara people make shit out of concrete and they call it crafts can i give you an example please because you keep you keep dangling this idea and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about because i don't get served this craft shit because i don't even pretend to be into crafts so you do like crafts and what what is this concrete shit about so example right um this person gets a blanket a blanket she's like a you know or like a rat no like a blanket and puts it in concrete like mixes a concrete or whatever puts it in concrete and then forms it over a bucket like forms it over a bucket like this uh, and then makes the ends go on the floor and then leaves it to dry for however long concrete dries for and then takes it off the bucket turns it upside down and turns it into some really shit plant holder or something and then takes a picture of it with a plant in it. And we're meant to be really impressed by it. And I'm looking at it thinking, what you've done here is got a blanket, uh, ruined the blanket with concrete, and that made it into some sort of ornament. 
and I'm oh. meant to be oppressed by that. And I'm, I'm, I'm meant to emulate that because I think that looks fucking horrible because I think <clears throat> concrete potentially is the most horrible material created by man. I mean, just my opinion. Um, and I've seen other things, Tara. <laughs> the things yeah. I've seen. The things I've seen. Um, uh, where they get a, a plastic glove and they fill the pla- you know, it, you know, plastic glove, disposable yeah. glove, you know, like you do your, your marigold or whatever. And they fill it with concrete. Yeah, they fill it in concrete and they put it, they, they place it so that it's, so it forms like a hand, like a cupping hand and they leave it to dry. And then they peel off the, um, the marigold when it's all dry. And then this like shitty little creepy cut off hand ornament made out of concrete and then they make it into like a tea light holder or something and i'm like that's fucking creepy and also shit why would you want that in your house i can't i i mean i just i'm sat here thinking how many of these videos have you been served are we talking like daily weekly thing is this a regular occurrence for you I feel like it's quite regular um, and it sticks in my mind because I watch the entire <laughs> video and they get angry and yeah, I just I mean, feel my anger about, I just watch it and I think this is really shit, this is going to get better at some point isn't it, this is going to, I mean the end product is going to be fucking amazing, please, um, keep watching, keep watching, oh this is really, this is still really shit, oh it look, it, yeah it looks like shit. I'm really glad I wasted two minutes of my life watching this fucking video. And whoever created it is a fucking loser. So just putting it out there. Well, Sorry to the concrete I... artists out there, but it looks like shit. Okay, so, I've just got one devil's advocate question to put out here, right? If that concrete, in inverted commas, was actually like plaster of Paris... Would you feel better about it? Like if it was a better artistic material, would you feel better? Oh, oh, she's not sure. Well, I'm not sure. No, I don't think I would actually. I don't know. Concrete has this horrible grey sort of grainy oh. appearance. So I think I might feel different if it was plaster of Paris. If it was perhaps smoother and looked more, I don't know, less shit. <laughs> Mate, I don't I... have a lot of experience with making, of, of sculpturing, because I'm not a sculpturer. And uh, I haven't worked with concrete or really plaster of palace. I mean, the 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 best I've worked with is uh, plaster of mache. <laughs> you just said plaster of palace. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, Laura, you've just made my whole week with all of that ranting and the pissy gripe nature. It's um, it's not one that I'm familiar with, and um, perhaps. Now we've just enlightened a whole generation of people to go and Google the shit out of that. And then in turn, we'll now be served those shitty concrete <laughs> videos. OK, yeah, that's a real that's a real niche one. Thank you for sharing. Uh, your turn. <laughs> OK, my turn. It's just not that exciting. I mean, is it exciting? Wow. Is that what we call exciting now? So, I mean, my pissy gripe, which I think arguably yourself and other people can probably relate to a little bit more than the concrete videos during <laughs> lockdown um, is the the general lack of space this lockdown 3000 
has proved to challenge us with yet again so my house is um it's fine it's like an end of terrace it's one of those you look at it outside and think oh that's tiny and then you go in you think it's all right actually got three bedrooms extended into the loft and um it's fine but four people in here all the time almost for a year let's just round it up let's call it a year now oh it's just shit everywhere shit everywhere my poor husband his desk is at the end of our bed it was a temporary idea it's still there it's still there a year later and we've got to that point where we're just like oh there's no space for anything just leave the fucking you know I can't even think of an example just just leave the washing basket in front of the door it's fine I just it's fine everything's everywhere so um just to give an example of how that grates on the human experience my children went with us the other day and my husband and I went to um very exciting click and collect Asda big topic for us Laura we love talking about click and collect and the shopping experience oh we do this is quite a seamless one actually probably the best I've ever experienced so far just saying turned up last minute of the hour slot rocked up chucked all my shit in my car there's only one substitute I sent back thanks very much anyway my husband was um reluctantly coming to help me because I was like look come on you might as well you're not doing anything else get out of the house come and help me oh I've got a bad back haven't I came in the car work day so we had some work calls answered the phone Laura he's like Dom Jolly from the fucking 90s he is a shouter on the phone <laughs> he's a shouter and I'm sat next to him in the car I'm literally going why why are you sh- fucking shouting and then he develops this new thing new tick maybe I've just put him on edge the poor man because I'm looking at him like he's the devil uh he then in between each sentence that he produces he goes yeah so uh, I think what we're going to do is uh, uh talk about this new uh, project that we've got on the go I just don't think he'll be ready yet but uh oh Laura and I've got a real issue with sounds like irritating sounds and this uh, we got to Asda he hung up the phone and I was like oh you've developed something new did you know this is what you're doing now and I just thought oh my god we need a break everyone needs a break there's been too much human contact too much in- intense human contact in this abode and the car oh I, I couldn't I can't oh, he's quite a nice man he's not a bad person but I fuck that's too much for me it's too much did he realise that what he was doing when he said it? Did he say, oh, yeah. I was feeling nervous or? I was nervous by you and your crazy face, <laughs> raged face. <laughs> he says, oh, maybe it's because I hadn't had any breakfast. I was like, what's that got to do with anything? What's that got to do with anything? Um, he is, now we're delving into it. He's got, um, he uh, has uh, medically assessed himself as somebody who has uh, an overproduction of saliva or an extra large tongue that doesn't quite fit in his mouth. So he blames a lot of stuff on this. So he like dribbles occasionally and like, you know, whatever. So 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 that's him sucking in saliva. Mm. Oh my, all right. So I think my point is, see gripe is when you spent so, so much time with anybody in a confined space uh, I, I, when when do you become more tolerant like they're just into me new shit all the time Laura new shit all the time yeah mate I really 
I, it's a real test of the old marriage, isn't it? I think a real test. Um, yeah, I hear you. I mean, even when Dan's home for a week, and I'm like, you know, getting on my things, and I'm like, oh, you're doing things that annoy me. <laughs> when are you back to work? Love you. Oh, yeah, God. see, it's quite nice for you, isn't it? Because actually, Dan work well, it's not that nice because he works six days a week, which is fucking awful because he's not there on the weekend. But then also, sometimes is that a blessing because then you don't see each other that much and you can't annoy each other that much. There hmm. is that. There is a hundred percent that. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, mate. Oh, that's a toughie. Yeah. That is a toughie. Space, face. Um, the other word. <laughs> and- <laughs> Hands, face, face. Hands. Is that it? Yeah. Face, so face. The NHS. Obviously don't count when you live in the same house as people, which is a bit of a shame. Unfortunately, because I'd rather have some space and face and space again from him. No, he's wonderful. It's just, it's very testing on the human condition. Let's is, go mate. back to you. Let's go okay. back to you. Another one from you, please. Okay, so my last one is um, toddlers. <laughs> Oh. fucking toddlers Tara love my children to absolute bits like obviously like they're my absolute life but um Albert at the moment is just a fucking dick Tara he's uh I I this moment where I think oh you're so sweet oh you're such a sweetie give me cuddles and things and then the next minute I swear to god he is so contrary how do we say that word Tara contrary Contrary. Okay, fine. I just wasn't sure if I was saying it correctly. You know, it's one of those words that you hear sometimes, but never say, and also read, and then you hear you hear it differently in your head. Anyway, well, that's that's confusing because there's contrary, which is a different thing altogether, and then there's contrary, perhaps. Maybe. That's what I'm being confused by. Mary, well, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden contrary. grow? Contrary means dick, yeah. He was quite contrary, yes. Carry on. So everything is opposite. So I'll give you an example of nighttime um, regime. Um, put him down to bed. He's obviously struggling with that. So, you know, trying to make that as, you know, exciting as possible. And then he's like, um, nobody, nobody. Okay, so take Bunny away. There's Goodbye, Bunny. He's like, mm, no owl, no owl. So take owl away. And then wow. He's like, and he's like, uh, where's owl? <laughs> owl, bunny, blanket, otter, otter, which is water. I don't really let him have his bottle in bed generally, but if it shuts him up, I will fucking give him anything. Otter, he's all of those things. Okay, he's all of those things, and he's like, no bunny, no owl, no otter. I'm like, you're a fucking dick, mate. What are you going on about? So then I bring back all of the things. And then he gets out of bed, mate. He gets out of bed. He tries to walk around. We've been downstairs and, um, you know, being just having the adult time or whatever. And we can hear him walking around upstairs, just strolling about upstairs. Oh, no. I'm like, what are you doing? You're annoying. You've been awake for 15 hours, child go to sleep he's so tired he's like absolutely mental like proper mental like screaming and getting you know annoyed about nothing and throwing his fish fingers on the floor and all of this shit and I just 
hate it. And then he's like, no, mummy. Yes, mummy. He doesn't know where he's kind of going. He's all over the shop. And I feel quite bad for him. But also, he's just a bit of a dick. Your thoughts, Tara? I just just want you to share the story about the Ritz crackers and then also what your child mind has said about him. Those two things help contribute towards the picture of wonderful two-year-old's behaviour. Yeah, so, um, well, it happened tonight, actually, because I absolutely ended my tether with him. I was like, you know what, just whatever you want, you can have. So um, he had some cheese savouries, actually, rather than Ritz crackers. Cheese savouries, you know, the little ones. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, there you go. Here's a little bowl of those. Sits on the floor, crunches them up with his little hands, smashes them up. Just the floor is covered in fucking cheese fucking savouries. I'm... I'm absolutely ruining the day I bought those fucking cheese savouries. I thought it's a nice, quick little snack, isn't it? You know, no, smashing them up in his hand, just um, spoke to the child minder earlier. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's been pushing it a bit today. Yeah, he's been a, he's been quite, quite forceful today. I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. Now he's now he's showing his real personality with the child minder which means that his powers are getting stronger, Tara. <laughs> Fuck. Basically, oh, mate. I'm fucked. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know how you didn't have this the first time round, though. The other one was not like this. No, no. quite a you, good you, child. You don't get two good children. I think that's the basic maths of parenthood, and you have to accept that. If your first child is wonderful and quite straightforward and maybe emotionally intelligent, the next one's going to be an arsehole. And um, that's just how it is, okay? All right? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Because it, it's harder with two. For me, it was the other way around. The first one was like a bat out of hell. So the second one can do no wrong, as long as she doesn't do quite as much as he did. So... Yeah, I feel you, mate. Fuck. Got the balance. She- the balance. That's right. I mean, the first one, he's a bloody, he's lovely. He's turning out just lovely. The Albert, other one. Oh. <laughs> oh, not so sure. We'll love him whatever he is, but fuck it out. Love Simmer him. Down, we'll love him. Simmer the fuck in- down, yeah. In spite of his personality, we will love him. We will. Because <laughs> it's our obligation. Oh my godson, that's such a such a wonder, wonder and joyful. Yeah, he's yours, mate. Good luck with that. Oh shit, shitting hell. It's fine. You're getting well with my lot. They're all nuts. Um, <laughs> I feel you, mate. I feel you. Also, there's nothing more insulting than a child who has no respect for the fact that what they're doing will create absolute mess and stinky in between finger. Can't just wipe it with a baby wipe kind of smelly mess. You're going to have to get a flannel or ideally a full on tap flowing water situation with soap. Oh, they just don't care, do they? They just. Oh, he sounds. I don't know what to say, mate. Just hang on in there and um, don't buy cheese. No more cheese savouries. All right. Maybe kinetic sand. I've just bought some of that, hoping that that will save all of my my problems. So, yeah, probably will, mate. I imagine it will. That's what they say, don't they? That is what they say. If yep. you've got problems, buy some kinetic sand. Job done. Yep. Oh. Have you got any right. more, mate? Well, I mean, whilst we're dicking on our kids, I'll just um just throw in that um point about 
what it's like homeschooling a four-year-old oh, um God. I d- and I also I shared this with Laura earlier but for those who aren't familiar my school shared they're very good God, I cannot praise the education sector the teaching profession enough Laura you and you your lot I said this to you in the week tonight it's a proper calling it's a vocation to be a teacher because you have to give a fuck and like deal with shit changing all the time and this is the time of all the change so we love all the teachers and I hope most of you manage to keep your your sanity over this period um <clears throat> anyway so they're doing homeschooling uh, unfortunately my child is four he'll be five soon so he needs like educating and that and um last lockdown didn't have to educate him this time it's yeah needs to be done however they sent this email showing the government outlines of what each year group requires and technically reception don't require any minimum commitment in terms of hours of education at this time so read him a book and they'll be fine which is a fucking weight off my shoulders however the school are doing above and beyond to serve us all sorts of activities and phonics and literacy and activities and science and do you think my kid gives a shit about doing it with me Laura do you really because he literally like when he sees that it's his teacher if they do a video he instantly respects the fact that it's his teacher and he's like oh Oh, I do all the little phonics. I don't know about William, but they do all the like um, happy hands or whatever it's called, the gestures that go along with the phonics that they're learning. So the sounds, the digraphs. So like the is like a train, and he's like the teacher's doing that, and he's going it along, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like whatever for seven minutes that these these videos last. It's like I'm watching a different child, and then when I try and sit down. And to go through phonics with him, he's not interested. (laughs) So I'm just really hoping, essentially, that by the time the next lockdown, if and when it happens, like he won't be in year one because I I, like that I have to do three hours a day with him. I just also on this note, I'd just like to say, oh, yet again, parents, A, we're not teachers. Even when you're teachers, kids don't want to be taught by their own parents, number one. Parents cannot be teachers to their own children. Number two, parents have jobs to do at the same time. Hmm. Same amount of hours, arguably possibly more hours need to be done. And your children need childcare that whole time, plus stepping it up and educating them. Uh, For me, that is hilarious because I've got a nearly two year old and she's just CBeebies is raising her currently. If I want to try and do some education with Jacob. It's an impossible balance. So my pissy gripe is just, yeah, trying to educate during a lockdown. Homeschooling is bullshit. For me, it's bullshit. For for a four-year-old. like I imagine your kids that you're teaching, they're a bit older. They can actually have conversations and wipe their own asses, etc. So (laughs) different. (laughs) It's different. A four-year-old. Fucking hope so, mate. Mate, I think... Basically, whatever you're doing is enough, like more than enough. I think if you're making an effort, if you give a shit, Mm -hmm. if you're doing one or two things a day, don't stress yourself out about it. There's no way you can emulate what the what the teachers do, because like you say, 
basically he's just putting two fingers up to you to say you're not my fucking teacher you're not a teacher what do you know because it's uh, literally there's two di- there's different roles there they respect they look up to people in different ways and jacob knows his teacher as the person that educates him and he listens and there's authority there and also it's a stranger not a stranger but you know what i mean like not his parents of course he's never gonna it's ne- never gonna be the same relationship be like well mummy Mummy, you wipe my ass. You don't teach me phonics. What the fuck? It's just hilarious, though. Because I did say to him the other day, it's like, you know what, Jacob? I was four once and I went to school. Yeah. And I learned all the things that you're learning now. So I could teach you everything that you need to know. And he looked at me like, don't talk crazy to me, lady. Who are you? Stop talking. Honestly. Yeah. And you're right. And the thing is, I don't agree with all of the work that they're not even making us do because it's not essential. But they're having to produce all this work as well as teaching the key worker and the vulnerable kids in the school. They're posting things on this app at like midnight on Sunday night. And you just think this is too much. Why don't you say to every parent, the subject this week is science. Off you go and Google something yourself and teach them something and then love them and just emotionally support them because wasn't that supposed to be the main thing that we look after their mental health during all of this and I'm just like oh everyone's so like active on the parents whatsapp group I've muted it because it's become an absolute farce and you're just like oh stop stop talking why do you care so much it wasn't like this in the 80s and we turned out fine all right I just like perspective at the end of the day and you know that they're setting too much work because they don't want to be um, point you know, point the finger to say the school's not doing enough, the school's not doing enough for my kids' education. And also, from my point of view, as a teacher, I'm sitting, I'm at home most of the day. I mean, I'm in, I mean, once a week at the moment on a Monday to to supervise the key worker kids and the um, the vulnerable children. Um, but when I'm at home, I'm like, right, I would normally be in a lesson at the front of the class teaching my class. So right, I need to put in the same effort when I'm at ho- when I'm at home. So I'm on it. I'm planning lessons in, obviously in the evening. I'm uploading stuff. I'm there's the whole the planning thing which would have come anyway. But then in the when I would normally be teaching the lesson, I'm like, hey guys, I'm going to give you this. This is what you need to do, and then go off and do it. So for I don't know, I don't know. Like for for me, I'm like I need to. I'm still being paid. Do you know what I mean? As teachers are still being paid. So is there like I need to make sure I'm doing enough for my kids. I need to I need to make sure that I'm doing enough for my students so they I feel like I'm still teaching them. You know, I'm marking work as quick as they send it in, as quick as I can mark it. My workload has practically doubled, mate, to be honest, from a teacher perspective, because I never mark every single thing they do, every single lesson. But now I am. I'm like every single piece of mark, I'm like reading it commenting on it or like you know something like I'm, I'm making some recognition that they're doing work because they you know at secondary school we need to keep them motivated because we've got fucking yeah. five weeks of this shit mate keep them motivated and need to keep them going because we, they still need to be learning they do and everything I'm setting is important they do need to be doing they do need to be learning so maybe there's that as well like from the primary school it's like I'm still getting paid I need to be like educating these children in some way but there's so much pressure on parents because you're not getting paid for that you're your parents at the end of the day that's your job it's a parent the children not to fucking teach them that's why we go to school mm. so don't put too much pressure on yourself mate even if you're doing like one fucking thing a day i reckon like you're doing good like your your well, children are at home they're being loved they're feeling 
bloody playing a bit of Lego or whatever, doing a bit of Play-Doh. Oh, there's a letter. Oh, fancy doing that. That's cool. You can't force your children into it. Not at four. Let's face it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a real shit show. So uh, it's a bit of a joke as well because therefore, I just think they're four. It's, it, it's important. I believe in education. I know it's important. Mm-hmm. I want my child to excel, but I also think he'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? Like the, But every day we get like eight activities come through on this app and it's like, here are your eight activities and all the various things. And it's like, oh, never. I'm just going to always have like 57 things, uncomplete activities. It's like a real feeling of failure before you've even started because yeah. it's like you've got incomplete activities from last Tuesday, you bitch. And it's like, well, I'm never going to do that one. So fuck off. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure to put on parents and eight activities is a lot I've had and let's bear in mind, I'm I'm not working like many people are working. That is impossible. That is a uh, breakdown yeah. in a in a can right yeah. there. That's uh, disaster. Definitely. And I and and to be honest, I've struggled. Um, I think like in in our English department, we've all struggled to think how much is enough and how much is too much. Mm, so yeah. it's just as teachers to actually gauge right what am I setting and how long because like, when I'm in the classroom, I'll be like, well, I've, this is what I plan to do. And if things, if they're taking, if they need longer, then I'll give them longer and I'll, I'll sack off that task that I meant to do. You know, you change things as, as the lesson goes on because you respond to the needs of the group. Um, but I can't do that when it's a, a remote learning. I'm like, OK, do this. I have no idea how long is that going to take you because yeah. you all work at different paces. And so it's finding the balance of how long everything takes. So I have to say to them, tell me if it didn't, yeah. if, it, if it takes you longer, if it takes you longer than 70 minutes, stop working and tell me you haven't finished it. It's fine fucking hell you're working for 70 minutes if you don't finish everything it's fine honestly just do what you can basically it's really difficult from a teacher perspective and by I think eight activities sounds far too much I think William's getting about four four key things to do a day let me have you under no illusion here do I ever intend to complete all of them because I just think uh, I respect I respect they're trying but I think it's a case of uh overkill sorry mums getting a bit uppity and it's like yeah. guys just fucking chill out they'll be all right you're so um, right so much of it is from parental pressure what do the yeah. parents expect let's provide that and if the parents are pushy and expect too much of their children and of their school then the schools are going to respond in that way so yeah yeah nah all right so just chill out. we've just yeah pissy gripes to the max around here um have you got any good news from this week? Because we'll probably need to wrap up, really. Everyone's going to be too angry listening to this podcast this week. We need some nice things. Nice things. Um, oh, I've, I've, I mean, I did get a nice email this week from a student um, who... Michaela. From, a, from Oh, Michaela. Oh, oh, probably the best letter I've ever been sent, ever. Bloody, bloody... Insp- I felt like an absolute fucking hero, mate, after that letter. <laughs> You should. Like Laura um got received a voluntary Christmas card from one of her pupils and she sent it to me on WhatsApp a picture of it and it was just beautiful. It was like, Thanks for inspiring me and for always being there. You make everything fantastic and I don't know where I'd be without you and it was like, Oh my god, this is the best this should be on an advert for the teaching teacher training courses because that in itself is worth twelve years of teaching, I'm sure. What a sweet girl. What a sweet girl. Um, yeah, 
kind of similar actually because i'm so fucking inspirational uh no uh that was um sarcastic i wasn't actually meaning that uh, but no i did get a, an email from a, a parent saying that they were really um said like thank you for the positive encouragement that you've been giving my daughter because it's really motivated her so i think that's the key at the moment with the kids in school is just to remain really positive and be like that was great thank you so much for doing that you've done really well maybe you could do this as well but also well done for doing anything because this is really shit and I'm really sorry that you're in year 11 and you're not setting your GCSEs but like this is a great piece of work I'm really happy you did it so positivity all around for the kids I think that's what they need they need that affirmation I mean I fully I hear that and I'm just like oh my gosh it's so draining as an adult you're there dead on your feet like knackered from your own covid pissy gripes and then you've got to be like every child yeah you've done three sentences i think you're amazing i fucking love you can you do any more no well done good try (laughs) but the motivation mate is where is it coming from where is that coming from just gotta dig deep dig fucking deep well done mate well done you're keeping us all afloat let's be honest no the nhs is trying to keep we've got to work together with this haven't we we've got to do what we've got to do to keep our keep our front line going and you know it it will get through this but we've got to do it together we've got to do it well haven't we yeah do what we've got to do stay at home keep safe bloody get that mask on your face and don't touch my fucking (laughs) shopping bag covid bitch (laughs) i think that's it i think we're done i think i think that's a good summary of uh of our feelings right now yep keep safe do it stay stay safe out there yeah and um we will we will get through it it seems impossible but as i was telling laura the inspirational print that i want to put in my bedroom goes something like this don't quote me uh even after the darkest night the sun always rises yeah May that guide you through the next three months of lockdown, everyone. (laughs) Until next time, farewell.